Welcome to The X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. I'm Claire. And I'm Janice. We are here to help you beat your breakup, heal your broken heart, and move on to an amazing, abundant life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another helpful episode of X-Files podcast. We are so glad that you are here and that we are talking to your ears today. Yeah. Before we get started, we wanted to say that if this episode in particular either resonates with you or helps you or is, you know, of of a certain interest, then we would like to invite you to reach out for coaching support. Because if you are at the stage of your breakup where you feel like nothing is helping, well, we can help you. Yeah. So, and I mean, that's really what coaching is all about is kind of, you know, working together to figure out what is holding you back. What are you not letting go of? What are you scared to let go of? What tweaks can you make so that you can finally beat your breakup? And we'd love to help you with that. Yeah, I mean, nothing beats uh, one-on-one attention over a series of weeks or months. Um, Mm -hmm. It makes such a difference for people, and it's just so fun and exciting for me personally. I know it sounds weird to call it fun because it is a really hard time of your life, but as everything kind of crumbles, that's the time to rebuild everything the way you want. And I think we both really believe in that. We offer, you know, the podcast, we have our Facebook group, we do live coaching in there, but if that's not enough for you, coaching is definitely the next step. So I've never um, seen someone not benefit enormously from it. And I would say it's fun because I just love watching the, the progress that people make. Yeah. And we've kind of, we've seen a lot. We've heard a lot of different stories. We've worked with a lot of different people, um, you know, heterosexual, bi, you know, mm-hmm. interesting girls, interesting guys, like we've done it all. And like, it's, it's just when you come into that first session, so often people are just in a place of like, I don't know what to do and I just want it to like stop and I'm like trust me like mm, I've yes. I have seen people in your position before and like you have no idea what's coming for you you have no idea how good you're gonna feel in just a few yeah. like months really um yeah. so and even after one session <laughs> yeah that makes pretty, a difference too yes yeah, pretty effective and you know sometimes with a breakup you can just get really you know lost in your own confusion of everything and it really helps to speak things through with someone and we've got lots of you know interesting ways to help you unravel what's going on so hit us up yeah and um with that shall we jump back into the up or into the episode i say back because we actually recorded this already um yes dear listener claire i've I've had kind of a forced upgrade (laughs) with all of my equipment you have all new equipment she has a new macbook she has a new mic she has a new box of sound yeah i i upgraded from a podcast mic to like an 
actual mic with an audio interface. Uh, so it's like really exciting for me because I knew that was in my future. I just didn't realize it was going to be now. Um, but right. And right after we had recorded a really yeah. great episode that she was not able to retrieve, which yeah. is fine because... You know, this is what we do. And I, I could talk mm -hmm. about it all day long. So yeah, so. we said um, it was such a great episode. We might as well do it twice because yeah. we had so much fun Let's recording it. do it twice. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so you might have noticed our intro outro is just a tiny bit different um, because we're re-recording that too. Um, so, you know, a couple seconds of silence for my poor fallen laptop and uh, yeah. lots of gratitude for my new one. So <laughs> thank you machines and thank, thank you, you machine, apple for your service all right so, so why are we here today <laughs> really we are here today because we often hear a lot in our facebook group this idea that nothing is helping i just can't get over it no matter what i try i'm still in pain over my breakup have you fought it a lot of us have been there i know in a couple of my breakups, I had stages where I definitely thought either I'll never get over it or nothing is going to help me get over it. Yeah. Or an other doomsday thinking when it comes to breakups might be, um, it will, I'll never feel this way for anybody else. Mm -hmm. It's been so long. Why can't I move on? I often hear people saying things like, oh, it's been three months and I'm still in pain. Well, yeah, it's not really that long, but you know, if you feel like it is, this episode's still for you. And of course, I'm trying, nothing helps. Yeah. And I just want to say, like, it has nothing to do with the length of your relationship, too. Um, you hear That's that stupid. a lot where it's yeah. like, oh, it'll take half the time of your relationship. And it's like, eh. Everyone, just because <laughs> they said it on Sex in the City or oh, just yeah. because it's a famous <laughs> quote does not make it true. Or, yes. I mean, this has nothing to do with breakups, but... I often hear that pe people say the literal definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over. And I'm like, no, it is not. No, it is not. <laughs> Actually, that is not the definition. It is a quote by Einstein, I think. Yeah. And yeah you know, I've heard it we, attributed to Eleanor Roosevelt, too. No. <laughs> like, no one fucking knows. Um. Famous white person from the past uh, said that. Yes. But, you know, we repeat these things over and over, and people begin to think that it's either advice or that um it's true and how long yeah. you were with someone means nothing you can have just as much pain over a year-long relationship as a five-year relationship yeah and if you're doing unhealthy coping mechanisms over and over yeah that, that would be insane but yes. <laughs> if you're doing things that you know are incrementally making a difference even though you don't see that difference yet yeah it takes time and you have to have repetition um yeah. So anyway, that is our opinion on that. But it's it's a fact of life that at some point you're going to be impatient to finally be out of this pain. It's part of the process. In mm -hmm. fact, I think like the stage of moving from I want to love them forever and never get over this to mm -hmm. all right, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to be over this. Why am I not over it yet? That's a crucial step for a lot of people. So, yeah. 
So there are some possible reasons why it feels like nothing is working. Absolutely. Um, this is not just a magical thing. You know, healing yeah. your heart doesn't just happen. It takes a lot of effort. And yeah. it also takes some effort to stay stuck. And you might <laughs> not even realize what you're doing that's keeping you here. So yeah. Let's go yeah. That. So like first thing, you know, time does need to pass. Yes, we hear another common phrase about breakups mm. is time heals all wounds but yeah. we kind of think that's a little bullshit because it mm. kind of puts all of the emphasis on time passing which like we said before if you're doing unhealthy coping mechanisms or you're not ready to get over someone or you're not actively wanting it and doing things that are going to support that recovery time can't carry you through this, but mm -hmm. you do need time to pass. Like things do take time to work. So yep. it, it just doesn't address the many other things that are re required, but those actions do need time to take effect. Yep. Just like a wound, you need to clean it and you need time. Yeah. Yeah. The mm -hmm. wound takes time, you know, just because you still have a scab doesn't mean that it's not healing. Yeah underneath yes. the scalp yeah. a broken arm and a broken heart are really similar the broken yeah. arm needs to be braced but then <laughs> it needs to be braced and then you gotta let time yeah. pass while you and continue to take care of it and sometimes you need physical therapy to relearn how mm. to move without pain it's yeah i actually wrote a what? whole article about um i didn't break my ankle but i I like strained it and honestly that was bad enough. I've never broken a bone, so knock on wood. Um <laughs> but you know, it it was months of healing, you know, it was super painful at first and then it was like less, you know, sharply painful. Um and then it would hurt at random times and sometimes it would hurt at night, but it wouldn't hurt during the day, just like a broken heart. So yeah, yeah, that is. <laughs> yeah I, I mean, I can really, I've talked about this before. I, I was wearing a brace for like five months, then it felt better. And once in a while I do something and yeah. oh, my wrist hurts. So I think, I think we've made the, the point, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, it takes effort and time. Yes. And so what is this effort? When Claire and I first got together, we put together a great episode and a list of the 10 breakup commandments according to X-Files gals. According to us. <laughs> yes. So are you following the 10 breakup commandments, which are one, thou shalt accept what has happened. Are you in denial? Do you think that they're going to come back? Do you think that you are going to work it out? Do you think you're actually meant to be together? Yeah. Or are you accepting that this is over and that it's time to move on? Two, you will clear your space of them on technology and physically. So oh, I was actually going to text you last night because I think we should possibly do an entire episode on the whole, I need to get my things idea <sighs> because yes. I am amazed at how much the damn things hold people back. I would say drop stuff off, get everything out of your apartment, go get your shit really early on, because I have personally seen this hold people back in their breakups. 
And then of course, what we also hear a lot about is old messages and photos on the phone. I'm also amazed how often this comes up. I promise anyone listening, if you can get rid of the messages, hide the photos, do the stuff swap. It is really, really going to help you. I would say do it early on. If you feel like nothing is working and you still haven't gotten rid of the shit, that could be, you know, the game changer. For yeah. You. And on that point, like really listen to this episode because I, I mean, I feel the impulse right now to go into like exactly how to get a, rid of the stuff and all of that. And we do that in the episode. So if you need tips or if you need incremental steps on how mm-hmm. to do this when you don't feel quite strong enough to like throw things away, we have it all in that episode. So go check that out. Absolutely. Three, you will ask for support. You will be amazed at how much a coach can help, possibly a friend. You'll know the person in your life you may be able to go to. And you know the X-Files gals. So, you know, you can find us on Instagram if you want information. Four, you shall make your own closure. Do not wait around to finally hear from this other person why things ended, why they were an asshole, this, that, and the other. Give it to yourself. We have talked about this a lot on the show, and we have an entire episode called um, Got Closure if you want to learn how to do that. Five, you shall go no contact at least for a few months. Mm -hmm. If you are exchanging, occasional text messages with this person, occasional calls, you might not be healing for that reason. Every time that you're having engagement with this person, it can be like adding just a little bit of salt to your open wound. So that might be the first thing that you need to do. Mm -hmm. Six, you shall feel the feels, let yourself grieve. This is also something that needs to happen in the beginning. If you are feeling a lot of grief and sadness over this, you got to get it out and really get it out. Otherwise it might, you know, you might have little drips of it still in there. So definitely give yourself space to do that. Oh, so I heard something recently to add to feel your feels, because I think a lot of people are like, what does that even mean? Um, but it it means feeling it in your body so when you are having an emotion uh, a lot of times we jump straight to like the story and what it means and that typically at the beginning of a breakup goes to a really dark place um but instead of making a story about it like let your body have the feeling like and name it like there's tightness in my chest there's a lump in my throat like there's just tears running down my face and i just don't feel like getting out of bed and just let those physical sensations be what you're feeling and really focus on keeping it in your body instead of in your head and in the stories so yeah brilliant i think a lot of people are really disconnected from their bodies but this is also a process and it's something that you can learn you know if you're listening to this episode right now, I mean, just stop for a second and close your eyes and think about what you feel. Yeah. Unless you're driving. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so we, I could go on and on about this topic, yes. um, but we'll let's move on. But yes, okay. definitely let yourself uh, grieve and yeah. yes, cry, get it out of your body, shake, punch a pillow. You'll mm-hmm. know what you need. 
seven. You shall decide you want to get over them, decide you will get over them, and then decide you are over them. I do think it comes down to a bit of desire. Some people just um, aren't aren't ready and also don't believe in their ability to do it. And that is also a part of it. Yeah. And you kind of have to start with the belief that you are at least getting over them, if not over them yet. And it kind of starts with your your brain being in that um, that state and being like, okay, what would I do if I was over them? Let me do that now. Yeah, yeah that's really hard for people because getting over them means that it's really over. And that's another aspect oh, of this. But yeah. I know. So number eight, <laughs> you will get excited about the future. You will mm-hmm. accept that it's over and also that this is the beginning of something for you. This can work wonders. What is the next chapter of your life going to look like? Get excited about it. Plan the trip. Make the vision board. Talk to me. Uh, you know, I'm uh, definitely. This is one of my favorite aspects of breakup coaching. Nine. You will focus on your self care, physically and mentally. It is all about you now. What mm-hmm. do you need to feel better? What do you need to relax on the weekends? And you will then do it. Hell yeah. Ten. You will surround yourself with positive messages. What are you saying to yourself? What are you saying about the breakup? What are you, how is this coming up with your friends? Do you have affirmations up? Are you going around and saying nothing works over and over again? Or are you saying, I know I'm going to get there. I know this is temporary. Words really, really, really matter when it comes to healing. They do. That's so important. Like if you say something enough times, you're going to start to believe it. And so conditioning yourself basically to believe that nothing is working. Yeah, nothing's working. (laughs) But if you condition yourself to believe, I don't feel the difference yet, but I know it's happening. That's Mm -hmm. an improvement even. Yes. I think that's one reason why our Facebook group is so effective is because yes. it's really not a place to come and just kind of wallow in how sad you are. Certainly people are posting what they're going through a lot, but the vibe is that everyone jumps in and says, no, you've got this. You're going to get through it. I got through it too. That's what I think also makes our Facebook group kind of stand out. Um, compared to other breakup groups is it's really about how are you going to beat this yes so are you following the 10 breakup commandments or not so some other reasons why nothing is working all right everyone I know that this is going to be a hard pill to swallow and I know that it's really counterintuitive and that you might not even realize that you're doing it but are, do you really want to get over them yeah. or are you in denial? Do you think they might come back? If you did the breaking up, are you actually regretting or double thinking your decision? Are you holding on to the pain of the breakup in order to hold on to the relationship? Yeah. Claire and I both have experiences doing this. I know that it's a subconscious thing that a lot of people do. 
So um, let, let us know if you relate to this. Okay, so for instance, a lot of people know that I left an abusive relationship several years back. And I really, really, really held on to the pain of the breakup because I thought I was being loyal to myself, holding on to it after the trauma and the pain that I went through, you know, getting yeah. to that point. The relationship was really bad but it was a significant relationship to me. I had yeah. been with this person for a while. We had talked about marriage. We had lived together and everyone around me was just telling me, put it out of my head, move on. Yeah. You know, it's time to stop thinking about it. It's time to stop talking about it. I mean, immediately everyone was just like, well, you know, just, just toss it aside. You know, he was shit, you know, you shouldn't be sad over this. Yeah. And it seemed like no one even thought that I had been in a relationship, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it to me was real. And so holding on to it. Uh, yeah. Like I said, I felt like I was being loyal to myself. I felt like I've, if I was just to wake up and pretend like nothing happened, that I would be really minimizing what I had gone through. Yeah. So I did absolutely hold on to it for a really long time. I thought I was making it real by doing that. And also yeah. I was, I, I had like some physical trauma. And so I thought just letting it go would be like saying that that wasn't happening to me. Yeah. I mean, first of all, I'm really sorry for your experience. I don't want anyone to go through something like that. Um, and I think in situations where this person turns out to be like kind of a bad person and really yeah. like not treating you well even if it isn't to the point of like physical or emotional abuse they're just kind of not giving you what you deserve even mm -hmm. part of the process is mourning the person that you thought you were falling in love with like your yeah. idea of them um and coming to terms with the fact that like maybe that person never existed you know, um, yeah. and it was kind of all love bombing or lies at the beginning, and they actually aren't that person at all. So, and certainly in abuse, that is, you know, always the case. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yes, as we often say, you don't have to have as drastic of, of a story yeah. as I do. But what I'm saying is, even in a toxic relationship, or I should say, abusive relationship, I went through it. So I really get wanting to hold on to the pain. Yeah. And so my story, this happened with one of my breakups. There were a couple perspectives I kind of shifted back and forth from. So like, number one, I did not want to get over him. Um, mm -hmm. I had, you know, it was kind of alike to what you were going through where it felt like you were betraying yourself to get over them. Um, but in this case, like I had felt so connected with him and so in love and so sure of it that like deciding to get over him meant that I could be so wrong um, and mm -hmm. really yeah. um, that I couldn't trust my judgment. Mm -hmm. It made me, you know, if I were to admit that like, yeah, I shouldn't be with this person it meant that my feelings at the beginning were um, not to be trusted. Um, and then on the other hand, the other thing that I was struggling with is that he struggled with a lot of mental health issues, abandonment issues, and generally life had treated him poorly. And he had this belief that he always ended up alone in the end. 
And so deciding to move on from him felt like, okay, I'm, I'm betraying this person. I'm just another person who's leaving him. Yep. Like, I felt sorry for him. Mm-hmm. I felt like if I choose to get over him, I'll be proving that yet another person left him, even though it was not my choice to leave. And now I see it as a very good thing that it yes. ended. But when I was in it, it felt like, okay, to be true to my word, true to myself and not be another person who abandoned him, the best thing I could do is love him from afar, you know? Um, and I think that was probably the result of like love bombing and a trauma bond because it was very super high highs and very low lows. And that's well, and how... the messages that he sent to you about yes. how, you know, everyone leaves and also how perhaps you know you were the only person he could trust is something I bet he told you at some point and that I mean that's a lot of responsibility and we can really internalize that and feel I mean makes you feel special (laughs) to be that person for someone you care about yeah yeah and you know it just it I think it, one of my things that I'm working on too is that I have a little bit of like moral perfectionism. So like I hold myself to a super high standard and um, and so that was really contributing to that way of thinking. Um, but the best thing I ever did was allow myself to get over him and to not make that mean that I'm a bad person or wrong or that I hurt him. I was just putting myself first and opening up that like loyalty and love to someone who could appreciate it and could also receive it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet putting yourself first was really life changing for you. I think that's amazing. Yeah. So is it that you don't want to move on? Are you not following the breakup commandments? Or are you actually doing things that are fueling the fire? And hindering your progress, such as hooking up with them. No. Yeah, that'll (laughs) that'll keep you stuck a little bit. Right. A lot. And uh, adjacent to hooking up with them, are you actively putting effort into trying to stay friends? Also, no. Yeah. (laughs) Not right now. Definitely. Are you having, trying to have closure conversations or, you know, holding out hope that they are going to give this to you you're walking down a path of misery, if that's what you're doing? Yes. Are you not going no contact? Are you responding when they reach out? Are you reaching out, you know, in the heat of the moment? Mm-hmm. Are you going and looking at old pictures of them, looking at the messages from them? seeing what they are up to on social media. Yeah, definitely not. It's yeah. And that's all a cousin to no contact, you know, social media pictures, old text messages. We lump that all into no contact. Mm -hmm. Like you're not contacting Mm -hmm. this person, even like the image of them or. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's putting in actually, that's putting in a lot of energy into the person and the breakup and the relationship going. I mean, think of it first, you think about them, then you pick up your phone, then you navigate over to their social media. Then you go and look, then you sit and think about how shitty it feels. You know, this is a cycle of energy that is doing nothing but feeding your, your pain over it. 
And when you're feeling the pain, do you get really caught up in your emotions and then impulsively reach out to them in, like I said earlier, in the heat of the moment? Yeah. I, in the past, I would say I've been definitely guilty of this, (laughs) you know, and I'm, I bet there's someone out there who can relate to being really pissed off about a breakup getting drunk and sending a message that you end up really regretting the next day. Yeah. You know, I just, you've got to have self-control during this Mm -hmm. stage of the, of the breakup. Yeah. So let's take a little break to talk about one of our favorite podcast buddies, unhinged and bumbled up. Hey guys. Yeah. Hi. So this is a great dating podcast. It's hosted by two Brits from across the pond who love to chat about what it's like out there. Phil and Jane come together at least once a week to chat about surviving the dating life, finding someone to click with for a night or a lifetime, or dealing with some relationship pitfalls and just navigating the tricky world of looking for something. They have such creative episodes. I was just going on Spotify because they dropped an episode yesterday that's on the different types of dating apps. And they they say that they have in here um, a quiz where they quiz each other on like which dating app it is. Hold Mm -hmm. on. Yeah, it says Jane has a game for Phil to guess what these dating apps specialize in. Like they just Ooh. have all these creative, cute little things that they do in their episodes. Yeah. It's really cool. And it also says here that they talk about the amount of um, the dating app industry is worth and how the dating app industry makes money. It's cool. Mm. Like definitely go and check them out. I love these. I love them so much. That's awesome. Yeah, so it's it's super fun to listen to. They have guests as well, like a quiz or some sort of game every episode, which is super cute and fun. And it's great for your moving on journey. You know, we're like breakups, broken hearts and moving on. So yep. if you're in the moving on part, um, definitely add this to your podcast rotation. Um, and don't be shy because they certainly are not. <laughs> All right. Unhinged and bumbled up. Give it a listen. So, all right, jumping back in, um, we mentioned positive messages in people before, so let's kind of dive a little bit deeper into that. So two things that I think are super important for when you're trying to reach any goal, not just getting over a breakup, but this could be professionally or personally or whatever, is mentorship and modeling. So mentorship would be things like hiring a coach or having a person or several people who've been through it too and come out the other side. So they can kind of tell you, okay, I did this and this and this, and they can walk with you through it. And when you don't believe in yourself, they'll hold the belief for you. And this could be a therapist too. You know, if you're dealing with um, multiple mental health issues on top of a breakup, therapy is probably the best choice. Um, coaching is really great for action oriented. You're not like, mm-hmm. you're not so much dealing with like capital T trauma from your past, um, you know, or you're already working with a therapist on those things, then yeah, coaching which can a lot be of very our... complimentary, but yeah, a lot of our clients also have a therapist. Yeah. Um, so mentorship and modeling modeling is similar to mentorship so this is 
finding someone or several people who have been where you're at and are now at a place where you want to be. But how this differs is the mentor is like walking with you and the model doesn't necessarily even have to be someone you know. It can just be someone you admire um, who like that specific part of their life you're like, wow, I want to be just like them in this certain area. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why I post so many photos on my IG about like the stuff that I do alone, because I'm, I just, I want people to see that it's possible and that it's fun. And I do have people say that that helps them. Yeah. It's inspiring and it gives people ideas. And it's also like, well, if she can do it, then I can do it too. So like, you know, what actions can you emulate? it it just really helps so like both of these things help show your subconscious that getting over your ex and feeling happier than ever after is possible so seeing is believing if you still haven't been able to get over your ex and feel that nothing works nothing is helping you just can't get there no matter how hard you try Are these the messages that you are repeating over and over? Because if they are, as we said earlier, words really, really, really matter. So Mm -hmm. I would definitely challenge you to maybe look back over the past week about the way that you've talked about the breakup and your ability Mm -hmm. to heal. What is it that you have been saying? And it might be time for a reframe. Yes. And a very, very simple one is just that I know this is temporary. Yeah. Or just I I'm going to get there. Yeah. This too shall pass. All right. So another reason that it may feel like nothing is working is that your definition of over them is unrealistic. Yep. Um, so you're not, you're probably not going to like what I'm about to say, but when you're over your ex, you will still think about them. You'll still remember the good times Mm -hmm. and because of fading affect bias, the good (laughs) times may seem more tangible and crisp than the bad times. And, you know, the bad times kind of fade um, in in like impact, you know, Um, so like you'll still wonder what they're up to. You'll still find yourself occasionally thinking about gosh, how everything went down at the end, which is generally very traumatizing. Um, And you know what? Getting over someone is not going to erase your memory. Like they're always going to be there. They're going to be a part of your past and the reason that you are where you're at. And it just your perspective on the events of the past will change. So instead of being like, oh, I wish we could go back in time. It's going to be like, wow, that was painful. And I really loved them. And I love where I am now. And it all led me here. You know, um, what's that? Yeah, song? I still <laughs> that song where it's like every broken heart led me to you like every walk walking on the path is like a country country duet. Oh God. Okay. I need more. I need more. I'm not sure. It's like kind of old. It's like a nineties one. Um, anyway. I have no idea. All uh, right. Tell me if you think of it. Okay. Oh, rascal flats. Bless the broken road. Every long lost dream led me to where you are. Others who broke my heart. They were like Northern stars pointing me on my way into your loving arms. This much I know is true. God bless the broken road. That led me straight to you. So, all right. It's like that. 
eventually you'll feel like that. So <laughs> anyway. Um, thank you, Claire. For- you're, you're so welcome. So I can definitely relate to this. I am divorced. I still think about my ex occasionally. The thing is, though, that I don't dwell on it when I think about it. Obviously, as a breakup podcaster, (laughs) he does come into my mind because it was (laughs) a very, very, very significant breakup for me. And I just I allow myself to think about it. I find that for me, I still have traces of anger towards him. And I am being completely honest. I really do. If I, there are some things that I think about that went down that I I still feel a little emotional about. Yeah. And I would still say that I am a thousand percent over it. I do not want him in my life. I don't wonder what he is up to. I definitely don't miss him. Yeah. But I would be com- very insincere and lying to the audience if I said that I don't have any emotion around it. I I do. Yeah. And you know, I still have never gone and looked him up on Facebook because I still don't really think I would get much out of seeing photos of him. Yeah. But I that I don't think that means I'm not over it. Yeah, exactly. Like I mean, there's there's like my first couple of relationships that were like everyone was so young um like I truly don't feel like anything I'm more like wow hope they're cool like you know they're probably doing great things in the Mm -hmm. world but I like don't care to go and see yeah um and then like the toxic ex um like I have a lot of anger towards him it just used to be like when it first happened i was mourning the person that i thought he was um so that was hard to like come to terms with like who he turned out to be um and then i was also scared of him and i was angry at him and now i'm just now i'm just mad and i don't want to hear about him ever you know (laughs) like i'm just like awesome he's the worst um and (laughs) and so there's there's emotion there so if anyone thinks that getting over it means that you don't feel which I know that that is what people think because I was even speaking with an older wiser friend of mine a few weeks ago about the fact that I still don't look at my ex's photos on social media and he said to me oh you know it's amazing that you know you can still not be over it and I said (laughs) no I'm over it that doesn't mean that that wouldn't do something to me yeah see you know if he if I found out that he got married and had a family I I don't know how I'd feel but I don't think it would be good (laughs) so I don't put myself in that situation (laughs) but yeah definitely I I don't miss him I'm I'm over it for sure yeah so if you are still feeling like you are not over it and that quote nothing works and you still miss them no matter what you do have you really accepted the truth about the relationship I can tell you the man that I was just speaking about, I was so ready to get out of that relationship and move on because very early on, I discovered the power of making the list of everything that was not going right in the relationship. I just came up on with it on my own. This was several years ago and I love to journal and I just started writing down memories of things that he had done over the years that I hadn't liked, things he had said to me over the years that I hadn't liked, things about him that I 
wasn't very keen on in the end. (laughs) And it really, really helped me to be able to start to move on and just realize, you know what, it wasn't working out. I had actually probably been somewhat unhappy for a while in the end you know, I've actually felt like there was lots of very disrespectful things that he did to me over the years Mm -hmm. and, you know, realizing that it wasn't working and that there was a lot of opportunity for a lot more happiness outside of the relationship definitely helped me. Completely. Yeah. And like for this, one of the big things I had to do with my ex-fiance because there wasn't like I I had done the breaking up, but there was still Mm -hmm. a lot of healing for me to do because I was kind of like, why wasn't I happy? There wasn't like anything overtly wrong at the time. It just felt like something was missing. It felt like it had run its course. Um, And the thing is, is I had to, I had to process that and come to terms with the fact that it wasn't just me who ended it you know it takes two people to end things and there were a lot of things that he could have done to like try to stop the ending that he didn't do yes i completely relate to this i know i felt angry like i had to do this you know i had to break up with him because he just he wasn't getting on board with um working together to solve things yeah mm-hmm. yeah and you know um like i i afterwards was talking to my dad and i'm like why why is it like why do i have to do this like why why is that like why am i the one making these like really tough decisions and he's like well sometimes you're just like the stronger person who has like more <sighs> insight into the situation as it is like you know, other people are just cruising through life and you're actually trying to direct it. Yeah. And that like made a big difference for me as well was being like, yeah, it's cause I'm strong and I'm like willing to go through short-term discomfort in order to like keep growing as a person and do the things I was meant to do. It sounds like you might've had a much higher level of self-love as well. And sometimes ending a relationship is, is, the greatest statement of self-love yeah. you can make because it yeah. is really, really hard, but sometimes you have to put yourself first. Are you being proactive about your healing? This is also something that I see kind of a lot. If you are staying kind of stuck in the, in the grief and stuck in this, I don't know how I'm ever going to get over it stage of the yeah. healing journey. What are you doing each day to advance things a little bit. I am such, such, such a believer of the morning routine for breakups and using it to set intention and using it to set the scene of the day. So I would suggest doing, you know, setting up a morning routine that makes you feel excited about getting up that adds something you know, maybe a little bit indulgent to your day, you know, within the first hour, I Mm -hmm. am such a coffee person and my coffee, having my coffee in bed in the morning just always makes me feel like a little bit of a princess. (laughs) And also, are you setting an intention for each day about how you are going to use your day to heal just a little bit? What is one thing that you can do today to help you feel better? Yeah. Be proactive about your life, be proactive about your healing and 
you will get there. Yes. And like, I think we know what's going to be good for us. And sometimes, you know, it's hard to, when you're feeling kind of down, be like, okay, I know I'll feel better if I go for a walk, but sometimes like getting out of your house is so hard, but then you always feel so much better afterwards. And we Mm -hmm. all have those things where we like, know we're going to feel better afterwards, but they do take effort to do. And I think that's part of being proactive is like, all right, I'm going to do the things that I know are going to make me feel better. Well, that's, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about being ready to move on and being ready to release this person. And you do have to get to that point before you can start taking the actions that are going to get you there. And I do think that that's a lot of what it comes down to is that getting over someone or feeling like you've moved on means that you're really, really releasing this person. And that's, it's a hard place to get to. Yeah. Yeah. So permanence is painful. <laughs> I, I totally understand. Yeah. And, but once you can, you know, turn the corner with things, uh, there's so much out there for you, everyone. Yes. I promise you. Yes. So if you're listening to this and it's been years and you're still not over them, I know how frustrated and help hopeless it can feel. You really fell for this person. You were so intertwined that even years later, it still aches like in all the empty spaces that they left behind. And if this is your situation, number one, I know that you will get there. You will. Like, Mm -hmm. yes, everyone is unique. This person is irreplaceable. Like you're never going to get them back again. Um, some people you're relieved to replace, to be honest, Mm -hmm. but you know, it, it feels like this person was like the one thing that you wanted, but that trope of the one that got away or the love that never died, but goes unrealized, like toss that out. Stop looking for someone to be what they were. Stop looking to fill the void that they left. Like, yeah, you're not going to feel the way you felt with them or be the person you were with them because you've changed and they're not even the person that they were with you. They've changed too. Like you just can't go backwards. You've suffered a loss. Yes, grieve that perhaps in these years you haven't gotten to that point of like actually feeling the grief, but now you can celebrate that you have a new life that you never expected to have and opportunity to like make it what you want celebrate the new people and experiences that you can now have you were able you know if you were able to turn back time and save the relationship you would have lost all the possibilities that you now have in your life things would have turned out very differently and you know, focus on the things you love in your life because you, you, you wouldn't really even want to give those up basically. So I challenge you to create a life today. If, if that doesn't apply to you and if life seems empty right now, I challenge you to create a life that you wouldn't ever trade for your yesterdays. So you are in control of that. And that means taking radical ownership over your own life. Um, It means bravery and hard work and doing new things, trying new things. But 
you need to stop putting your happiness into other people's hands or leaving it behind glass in the past. So take it back now. There's always something better waiting for you in the next day, week, month, around the next corner or after just one more mile. Just keep going and trust that it will get better. That is beautiful. And it does take believing that it will get better. And I also encourage you use this time as your new beginning and think about what you want the next chapter to look like and then go out and write it. Yeah. The power is in your hands. It is a really, really beautiful opportunity that not everyone gets that many times in their life. A fresh start is absolutely magical if you let it be. Yes. So we hope that this episode has been helpful for you. Um, It just feels like nothing's working, but it is working. Just keep going. And, you know, come join the Facebook group. That might be a really good next step for you. Um, We do live coaching in there every week. So you can ask questions about your specific circumstance. And, you know, if you're ready for mentorship, um definitely send us a dm the facebook group is called breakups broken hearts and moving on Mm -hmm. and we do have i believe three membership questions that you must 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 answer we have been getting a lot of exposure with the podcast and therefore with the facebook group and we are preventing trolls and we are committed to making it a safe space for people who are hurting. And so therefore we must know who we are allowing in. So please take the moment to answer the membership questions. And once you're there, I really think you're going to benefit from it. That it's been really one of the things that I'm proudest, most proud of is (laughs) just the success of that group and just the awesome space that it is and how much people benefit from it. So come over and join us. Awesome. Well, we will talk to your ears very soon again and definitely send us requests. We love doing episodes on the things that you want. Awesome. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to X-Files, a podcast about breakups, broken hearts, and moving on. If you liked this episode, please help others find us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or by following the show on Spotify. And if you'd like to connect more with us or learn about breakup coaching, find us on Instagram at X-Files Podcast.